you know, once I go into the office, then that's when I get into a, the, the consistency, mm -hmm. right? So I know that I have a team and they have to have a structure because if you don't have a structure within your team and then you don't get stuff, you know, you don't get stuff done. Like, so, you know, I say I have a, you know, a team, you know, my team meeting on Monday and it starts with a prayer and then and we go and, you know, just kind of get us on track for the, the week. And then, you know, we have our agenda. It's it's in 30 minute hour. Welcome to the 30 minute hour. It's the personal development podcast for the seven figure entrepreneur who's looking to level up and become unstoppable. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs, your procrastination prevention partner. And today, I'll be bringing you a special episode of Coffee and Conversation. We'll be discussing four secrets to becoming a peak performer. Now, I've conducted over 28,000 coaching sessions with seven-figure entrepreneurs, and I've worked with some peak performers, and I've discovered that they each had these four secrets that we'll be revealing today. Now, as you lean in to the content and from this episode, you'll position yourself to make more money, to get more done, and to ultimately exceed your goals. Now, much of the content also comes from my book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. To order your copy, visit ericmtwigs.com. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation. Today, we're going to be talking about the four secrets to becoming a peak performer. That's right. There's four secrets to becoming a peak performer. Uh, joining me on this quest is Dr. Sharon H. Porter, the VP of Media and Communications. Also joining is Ted Fells. Ted Fells is our VP of Strategy for the What Now Movement. Once again, I am your host, Eric Twiggs, President and CEO. And I know you're wondering, what is this What Now Movement thing? I'm listening or watching for the first time. What are you guys talking about? Why do you guys have these nice shirts to say What Now Movement on the front? <laughs> Apparently, uh, I didn't get the black shirt memo, so I've got a white shirt on, but that's that's okay. It's another... <laughs> another podcast for another day. All right. So, so let me give you the backstory quickly uh, of how we got to this point. Um, several years ago, uh, myself, Ted Fells, and Dr. Sharon, we knew we wanted to work together and join forces. And the plan initially was to we would get into like hotel rooms, conference rooms, and have these inspirational speakers provide inspirational content so that we can motivate people. And then this thing called the global pandemic happened. So we were forced to ask ourselves, what now? And then as we were talking, we noticed that people in our circles were saying a lot of the same things. They were saying, you know, I've got this big venture. I've got this great idea. I've got this concept that's going to change the game. But I want to wait until things get back to normal. And we said, that's the last thing you want to do. What you really want to do is ask yourself, what now? And that was the genesis of the What Now movement. It was birthed during the pandemic. And our mission is to help you to pivot and not just stop when you face an obstacle or a struggle. Because there's going to be something. 
right? Whenever you're pursuing greatness, there's going to be some opposition that stands in front of you. So the last thing you want to do is stop. What you want to do is pivot and ask yourself the question, what now? That's how we get, that's how we got to this point, uh, to where we are today. And again, our theme for this month's episode of Coffee and Conversation is the four secrets to becoming a peak performer. Uh, and by the way, this content is based off of my book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. Uh, we're in the later chapters where we're talking about animation or your energy levels. And so the key to success is uh, having that peak performance. So let's start. Number one, the, the number one thing that I've noticed from these peak performers is they have a consistent routine. Right. That, that's the number one thing. And, and you see this with sports, right, where where these athletes, it seems like they're they're just superstitious. Right. On, on game day, they they eat a certain meal all the time. They wake up at an exact same time. They take the same route to the stadium. It, it, it's all to get that consistent routine, because what happens is they know that they had their best game ever when they did that certain thing. Ted, when, when they ate that specific bowl of cereal they went out and had their best game ever so now before every game they eat that specific bowl of cereal but but that routine is what puts them in a peak performance state and, and it's the same thing with business right so i i've worked with entrepreneurs and literally they wake up every they wake up at the same time every day it's 5 a.m they, they start by reading a scripture and they may meditate then they go to the gym and they, so it's a certain routine. So when they start working with their people, working with clients, they're already in that peak performance mindset because one day they did that and it brought them a lot of success. And so that's key number one. So Dr. Sharon, I'm going to throw it over to you. What are your experiences and thoughts on this idea of having a consistent routine? So, you know, I'm all about routines. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I am a creature of habit. And that's what routines is really all about is the habits that you do and have. And so for me, um, my morning ritual is everything. I've actually added some things this summer. I hope I can keep it up in the fall. Um, but I've added things because, of course, I wake up early um, just because I like to do a lot of things before I go to my nine to five because I'm not a full time entrepreneur. Um, so I have to use my time very wisely. And so now, in addition to the journaling, I actually practice mindfulness. And, and, and it's something that we've been um, doing with our kids for the last three years, actually, since we came back from the pandemic. Um, that's a part of our kids' day um, as an educator. It's mindfulness. I said, well, you know what? Um, I go into these classrooms and they're doing their little mindfulness, got the music going. Um, they're doing their little routines. And I actually started that this summer and I absolutely love it. And I'm talking five minutes, right? And I do that. Then I began my journaling. Um, and so I do practice. Uh, I do have a gratitude journal that I write in every morning. Um, and so, and it's basically just really putting out there what I'm grateful for. I'm talking about the, the minor, minute things, not the huge things mm. that we know that we're good, but I'm talking about the little things, right? Um, so I'm actually putting it, in there in my and i'm actually i'm not using a, a regular journal now i'm actually using my planner my daily planner that i have used every day right so i want to encompass everything together 
instead of using my journal for this, looking at my calendar for here. Because of course I have the electric calendar, the digital calendar, but I still like the old fashioned um, planner calendar. So now I do all of that, do my mindfulness, have some, they have wonderful mindfulness music out on YouTube that you can choose from. Um, I have my favorites. Um, but now I added that to the routine and this summer it has worked like magic. So the, the proof will be in the pudding if I can keep it up in the fall when I really need it, um, when things are in the hustle and bustle and kids are back. Um, but I truly believe in routines. And so I, I try to follow my routine Monday through Sunday or Sunday through Saturday, every day of the week. I try to follow my routines. Oh, man. So. Can you share with us the time you wake up in the morning? Yeah, absolutely. So I tr so no later than 4, 3.30 is when the clock goes off. 3.30. <laughs> Sometimes I do snooze. I say, Alexa, snooze. And so, but by 4, I am up on my feet. And so, but what I found out with mindfulness, when I do that 3.30, I can actually have that time that consider mindfulness that time that I want to snooze, I just began to be observant and begin everything that I would be doing up. I start now doing that. If I'm not ready to actually jump up at 3.30, sometimes it's rough, right? So if I'm not able to just jump up, I use that snooze time not to sleep, but to begin to prepare my body and my mind for getting up. And it sounds quirky. It really does. But it has helped me tremendously. And so um, four o'clock, no later than four o'clock, because I'm out the door by 630, um, no later than 630 going to my nine to five. So I need a solid two hours of work for entrepreneurship, because again, in the evening when I come home, I'm spent, right? I still have to do some work. But when it's the real mind, thoughtful work, I can't do that in the evening. I'm tired. Um, so that power two hours that I have in the morning is everything. The power two hours. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, good stuff. Ted, what about you? Man, I think I'm just the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm just the opposite. When I get up in the morning, I kind of get up. When I get up, there's certain things that I need to, to do. But as far as a set time when I do those things, I think for me, it's because, you know, once I go into the office, then that's when I get into a, the, the consistency. Mm -hmm. Right. So I know that I have a team and they have to have a structure because if you don't have a structure within your team and then you don't get stuff you know, you don't get stuff done. Like, so, you know, I say I have a, you know, a team, you know, my team meeting on Monday and it starts with a prayer and then and we go and, you know, just to kind of get us on track for the, the week. And then, you know, we have our agenda. It's everyone knows we're going to be done in less than 30 minutes. And, you know, we kind of go through things the way that we go through things. And then we capture notes on the screen so that people see that and distribute the notes that, you know, you know, oftentimes at the end of the meeting and everything is kind of structured. And I, you know, and I, and I started that now, it's probably been like two years now. So everybody knows, they know to be on our meeting, we're going to start it on time. This is what we're going to do. This is what's expected from you. And, and I think from a leadership perspective, I think, you know, you, you know, having that structure, being consistent, you know, your, your, uh, the troops will follow. They'll follow. They'll know what to expect. They'll know early on. It may have, you know, seemed sometimes maybe a, you know, a, a little rude when I'm like, look, no, this is what we're talking about. Let's stay focused. Let's do this. 
you know, look, be ready. Look, if you if it's gonna take you a minute to be fumbling around with your with your mic, you know, I'm gonna go to somebody else. You you know that. You just you just know that. Be be ready to hit that and you know to release that uh that mute on your mic so we can go. And I think that consistency after a while, everyone has gotten into the flow and they know how these meetings go and you've set an example for them on on other you know meetings that they have outside of uh you know of um that, that i'm not involved in so yeah the consistency happens once i get in the the office because i just know i'm like in this this certain mindset it's all about what do we got to get done at this point then by the time you know i i get off or all that uh, you know then i'm kind of i'm like dr Sharon said, i'm spent you know, because we've been at this like a rapid, you know, pace throughout the day. And it has the only way that you can get through as much stuff as we're doing is having some type of a consistent structure. Can I ask Ted? Um, so your morning, um, like you said, you just sort of get up when you get up. Do you think do you attribute that to that your morning really goes into your day? Like um, you're thinking about, I'm, I'm assuming the the meeting that you're getting ready to have and so it just sort of flows into your day versus where mine is a hard stop because it's totally two different things that i have to do you know between four o'clock and seven o'clock seven o'clock i gotta change hats right and it's no entrepreneur sharing it's career professional principal sharing right so mm -hmm. do you think that that has something to do with your flexibility in the morning probably so because i mean you know just Look, just getting up and getting going. I, I don't like. I'm just not doing a whole lot of thinking mm -hmm. before I go. Because once I get into the game, it's all day thinking, all day strategy, all day structure. So I gotta kind of, I gotta kind of ease and ease into it. Now the day, you know, there's certain days that I have, you know, uh, workout training that I go to. It's like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So those days, I have no choice but to get up at four o'clock in the morning, and I gotta be at the a certain facility. It's 30 minutes away at 5 a.m. Wow. But those other days, man, I may work out. I may get up. Yeah, I may lay. I may it may be seven, eight o'clock. Because in because even in, you know, kind of, you know, being as a you know full-time entrepreneur, you know, my days are long sometimes. So my days don't always end at five. So I may be in there seven, eight, nine o'clock some days, just getting certain things done. And so, yeah, I may want to sleep a little longer when I, you know, when I can and kind of ease, ease into it. But the structure and consistency, it is, it is important. But then you, you know, some place you're going to either, either you're going to ease kind of in the evening, right? Or you or you're, at some point your body got to be like, okay, exactly. you know what? I yeah. got to, I got to just get away from it and just not be in a box. You just have to figure out which way. Yeah, you know, your body and your mind, you know? Mm-hmm. No, this, this is good stuff. So it's interesting. So Dr. Sharon has a lot of structure built in on the front end and on the back end, where Ted, it sounds like you, your structure is built into your day when you actually okay. get into the office, where your team is like, okay, this is what to expect. This is what the agenda is going to be. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Which is interesting. So, you know, because this is all about, you know, being a peak performer mm -hmm. and maximizing your energy. What happens is when you have these routines, it saves mental energy because you're not thinking about, okay, what am I going to do first? What am I going to do next? What is my day? You already know. And the challenge is a lot of times you think, you know, I should be doing something. 
right now, but what should I be doing? So you're saving that mental energy by having routines. And then then the final thing I'll say on this before we move on to the next uh, is to really think about, if you're trying to build a routine, think about that victory, that major victory you had, right? Maybe it was getting a big sale. Maybe it was, you know, you you killed it on another specific aspect of your business. Uh, Think about that And, and reverse engineer. What did you do? leading up to that what song were you listening to what time did you wake up think, think about it. that that's a good way that's again that's what these professional athletes do and then that way you start to build routines so you can put yourself in that peak performance state so by the way we're working off of a model that i created it's called the rest model r-e-s-t so the r is routine so, so we, we've uh, accomplished that already All right, next, let's go to the E. So the E is eating, eating. And now I I need some help with this one, y'all. This this is, uh, I have have to be transparent here because for me, diet has become a four-letter word. See, (laughs) it's a challenge. It's a challenge for me, right? So, So the one thing I would say out of this whole model, that's the thing I struggle with the most. I feel like I've gotten better with it. The one thing that's worked for me as it relates to the diet, because the thing with the diet, and I've seen this with peak performers, is that they tend to eat and drink things that give them energy. And so when they have to make key decisions, they have a level of energy, right? So they're eating the greens and drinking the water and, you know, that, that type of thing. Uh, so for me, what's worked because I know I'm, I'm a type A personality, right? And a type A personality forms habits easily. The downside of that is a type A personality can form the wrong habits easily, too. So I just certain things like Krispy Kreme donuts, uh, certain types of potato chips. I just have to keep away from me because if I'm not tempted, I won't form the habit. So from a diet perspective, that's one thing that's helping. Uh, but uh, so I, look, I'm not the expert on this on the E part. So, Dr. Sharon, what, what are your thoughts? I want to hear from you. So let me say I'm not either. <laughs> So one thing that I always with food, you know, and and we think about eating and diet and and weight comes in that with that. Right. And so um, that's something the E part is something that I definitely need to work on. But as we know, it's not about eating less. It's about eating right. And so Mm. you you know, and so for me, it's just eating, period. Um, You wouldn't know it by looking at me, but I don't. And I guess because I'm not eating the right things. Um, because I don't take the time. Maybe part of that morning routine should be preparing my lunch <laughs> because, you know, I get to work and I'm moving, moving, moving. Um, you barely have time to sit down for a lunch, but that's one of the, the self-care um, items that we are pushing in education, especially for administrators, is to sit down to eat because we never do for years. And so um, in doing that, you just somebody ordered a pizza, you just grab a slice of pizza. You just you just getting whatever is there. Right. And so I do believe that the E part is probably one of the most important parts. Um, and I would add um, and I don't know if you have exercise with that E, but eating and exercising to me would go together because both of those things really dictates our energy level. Um, along with the the whole rest piece, but eating and exercising dictates our energy level. And to do what we're doing, we have to have high energy or we will just crash, right? And so 
and I know this, just like you said, you know, you know the right things to do. It's just having the discipline to do it. Um, and so, I, and I just thought about it, you know, again, maybe I need to put 20 minutes in that morning routine to prepare a nice salad and some fruit and things of that nature that I can eat on throughout the day. Um, so I think it's critical, but um, just having this conversation has made me aware that, you know, I already knew I need to do better, but, you know, I'm stalking on this 3.30 a.m. morning routine, prepare your lunch, <laughs> you know, take 10 or 15 minutes and prepare a decent, healthy lunch so that you can keep going throughout the day. And maybe I won't be so spent at the end of the day. So that's my two cents. No, that's good. No, that's very good. Sounds like you've got a level of awareness around that and starting to put some things in place. So, so Ted, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, eating is eating is tough. Eating is tough. You got to really, really give some thought to it. I mean, the one thing that I do pretty consistently in the morning is pack fruit. That's like, because that's just a thing for me to snack on. So it's always some fruit, some some grapes, some melons, some apples, bananas, just some fruit, right? I mean, I think that helps me. And then you know, the, you know, the types of things that, you know, you eat at lunch, because I mean, you know, okay, you can't, you can't have the, you know, the fry, I don't want to, the fried chicken sandwich every day, right? There's enough places. Wait a minute, where, you, wait know, a minute where, you can't, I'm just, you, know, you, know, right. you can't, you can't have don't the fried know, chicken don't, don't sandwich. Yourself. All right, I'm sorry. Now, every now and then, but there's enough places that you can go where you can get a, you know, a salad with some, some protein on it and, you know, and do, you know, and get the grilled options because if you're not going to pack your your lunch, you know, uh, do the meal prep stuff. You got to know the places that you can go to, and then I definitely think the fruits and the nuts and things like that that you can quickly, you know, put into a a bag to take with you that you can maybe snack on while driving in traffic or in the office in between. The, you know, the meals will, you know, will definitely uh, definitely help if you can get into the you know, the, the habit of that, but yeah, the meal the, and then the exercise piece again, that's key too. Like when can you, you get it in? Like it used to be a time I try to do it in the evenings and sometimes I'm just, you know, wild. I don't feel like doing it in the evening. So, you know, I try to get it in, in the morning, you know, even in our office, you know, we, we took, uh, you know, one of the offices and ordered some stuff in there. We got a couple, we got some weights in there. We got, uh, some dumbbells we got a a, a a boxing bag you know just sometimes you just want to in the middle just want to go in and just do some stuff throughout the day or after hours or whatever i mean because a lot of that stuff is it's the it's you know you got to make stuff convenient for you right like yep. you know there's some something that you can do in your office or at home to get a little something in um um you know, and then, like I said, the, you know, the meal, you know, different little meal things, the things that you could snack on throughout the day and make sure it's good stuff, right? Because it's real easy to grab them cookies. You know, yesterday I was, you know, I was going to lunch and these, these cookies was calling me. Said, Come on, go over and get those cookies. Get a couple of cookies. You just need like two, two to three of them. And I fought it off, Dr. Sharon. I fought it off, but I wanted those cookies. And those, those, those so wait a minute. Cookies. So again, we're we're saying that cookies is a bad thing too. That <laughs> I mean, I think everything in moderation, right? Okay. You got some people that don't do. I remember this guy at the gym. He's like, "Yeah, I haven't had bread in like seven years." That, that's crazy. 
Right. Cookies isn't on the Daniel fast. Okay. Yeah, no, you 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 want you you know I think you're gonna have certain things and you're gonna do it in moderation. I'm I'm gonna eat pizza, Doctor Sharon. I'm just gonna do it. When you said that whole thing about, oh yeah, you know you might go grab a slice. Yeah, I might go grab six yeah. slices. Like I just like pizza like that, right? So ah. that grab a slice is ah. not gonna work for me. I, you want to grab, you know. Oh, but gosh. yeah, you just gotta you know you just gotta manage it. Now, I mean, this this is good stuff. And you mentioned making it convenient for yourself. I think that's key. You have to really know yourself. And in the book, I talk about the different personality types. So, right, if you're a type A personality, you know you form habits easily. So keeping it out of your eyesight could be a thing for you. Like the cookies. If you know cookies is your weakness, don't have cookies in the house. Uh, that type of thing. Um, I'm talking to myself on that, by the way. Uh, motivators. Like like Ted seems he's more of that motivator personality where you're you're outgoing, you don't really like to be bogged down by a lot of details. Um, you know, making it more convenient. Uh, some of the motivators I work with, they they have like these meal prep companies that they deal with, and they these they, they send you the right stuff. So yeah, that's you don't have to think about it. You know, okay, you eat this today. <laughs> you know, um, so yes, that that's my idea. If you want, if you're that analytical type of person where you really like to see facts and figures and statistics. One thing is just getting in the habit of weighing yourself every day. A lot of times that can motivate some different decisions. <laughs> uh, and also I've, I've worked with people who track their calories. Like they have these apps where they can track the calories. And when you start tracking it and you start to see, okay, I, I ate X thousand calories today. The goal was this thousand. That could help. And then lastly, they're the supporters, right? The supporter personalities tend to be that they're they want to see everybody get along and like like think don't want to make waves, but they tend to thrive off of having that external accountability, right? So like like I have a daughter who if her friends are doing certain things, she'll be she'll she'll want to do it because it, and she likes that external accountability. Uh, so find a group that's trying to accomplish the same goal. And I, I bring all this up because we all have secondary traits, right? We all, I might be a type A personality, but I may also be analytical. Or I may also have that motivator side like Ted. So I would take take into account all of these things. Um, but yeah, for me, this eating thing is just the, the big challenge that I, I continue to work to get better because it's been proven. If you really get your diet right, I mean, that can give you more energy. Uh, and impact your thinking and put you in more of a peak performance state. All right. So now it is time for our coffee break. <sighs> wow, that's some great coffee. I mean, every episode, the coffee just gets better and better. Man. Uh -huh. This is just something else. Um, so, so this this week's or this month's Coffee and Conversation Coffee Break is sponsored by the What Now Movement. You may have heard of it before. It's the What Now Movement. <laughs> Uh, if you go to the website, the whatnowmovement.com, you can uh, sign up and we'll send you, you, you can register and, and get on our distribution list, basically. You just click a button um, and enter your email address. And that way you can keep up with what we're doing. So when we're having a summit uh, or we're having something else that's going on in the movement, uh, you'll be the first to know. Uh, you won't miss an episode of Coffee and Conversation or the blog or anything like that. So the What Now Movement is our sponsor. You want to go to the whatnowmovement.com 
to keep up with the latest uh, transactions going on with the Wet Now movement. And oh, by the way, um, we've done a podcast masterclass. You can get all the information uh, on that and how you can join the podcast mastermind group that we have. Wetnowmovement.com, our coffee break sponsor. Okay, so we're on the the rest model, R-E-S-T. We've talked about the R is the routine. You know, what is your consistent routine that saves you mental energy that you know you're going to do each day? The E stands for the eating. You know, eat healthy. Keep in mind your personality tendencies. Put things in place so that you eat better, so that you're eating foods that give you more energy so that you can be at your best. The S stands for sleeping. Sleeping. I see Ted. I'm going to go to Ted first after I say this thing because I see Ted is shaking his head, Dr. Sharon. So he's got some interesting takes on this whole sleeping thing. Mm. Um, Here's what I found that's interesting. I I just heard of this. There's something that's called revenge procrastination. Mm. It's called revenge procrastination. You know what that is? So that is when you feel like during the day you didn't get me time. Right. You, you didn't have time to do what you wanted to do during the day. Maybe somebody else is dictating what you have to do or maybe you just didn't make the time. So what happens is people at night, they it's called revenge procrastination. So you stay up later because you, you're taking that me time to do what you want to do. But if you're not careful, you lose you lose out on sleep. And, and everybody will tell you that there's bad consequences to sleep deprivation. Right. You're not going to be at your best. You're not going to have the most energy. And it's. That's why sleep deprivation is a big form of torture, right? <laughs> if somebody gets captured, they do sleep deprivation because they know of the, the damage that can be done by lacking sleep. So, so let's talk about that. So, Ted, you, you seem to have a lot of opinions on this. So, what's your take on this whole idea of getting proper sleep? Torture myself daily. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the worst on this sleep thing, man. I am the worst because, again... You know, I get in at certain time, you know, different times because of being in late and then you're kind of eating late and then taking your time to wind down. And yeah, yeah, I got I have to do better, you know, with the sleep. I feel like Dr. Sharon, I just take naps. Right. I, I, I take naps and and I felt myself yesterday driving home. I was exhausted. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so I, I definitely have to to work on that and, and you feel better when you get you know you're able you know you got your your rest in and you know and it's definitely a it's definitely a a must you know i know that if you have to get a little bit of sleep and i can you know jump right into my day i'm okay but at some point during the day you're just gonna just kind of tap out right and at some point in the day you just feel like oh man like this is hitting me like i'm sitting at the desk <laughs> doing this and so so yeah I, I have I have to do better with, you know, getting the, that sleep in. You know, but you hear people maybe like, man, you know, I get eight hours. I'm like, how in the world do you get eight hours? Like, how do you in the world do you get eight hours and you getting up at three thirty, doctor? I mean, you going to bed at seven o'clock? Like, you going like, how in the world can you get those out that much sleep and then be able to get up when you know when you when you do at that? That's how people do it. <laughs> Dr. Sharon? 
Okay, so I am the self-proclaimed queen of sleep. Okay. Oh wow! I, <laughs> I've been looking. I, I heard of. I heard of the self-proclaimed. Listen, I get my sleep. I, okay. like, yes. <laughs> Period. Okay. So um, I get about six to seven hours a night, and I have to. I am like I totally. I am that person that cannot function without sleep. Totally that person. Um, headache, everything. I just have to have sleep. So to your point, um, I do, I try to be in bed by eight o'clock. I try my best. Um, no later than nine for sure. And I don't need like that wind down time. Like you said, Oh no, I don't care what time I get. I don't go. If I get home at five o'clock, I am taking a shower and I'm getting ready for bed. That is my routine. <laughs> mm. I don't care what's going on. That and, and and that's why I hate to do things during the week because it messes up my sleep. I'm like, oh, I just hate doing things during the week, especially if I've had to work all day. Um, so yeah, I believe in 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 the S part. Um, I totally believe I have to. I have found to make major mistakes when I'm tired. I'm talking like accidents, I'm talking like, you know, just major mm. things. And so I'm very aware of that. And so um, I do get my rest. Now, if there is something pressing that I have to, you know, stay up, get up early or whatever, I can do that a time or two. But for a habit, I mean, just for regular, I have to get my rest. So I believe in the S. Sleep is for me. <laughs> yeah. And no, I sleep it... hard, too. I sleep yeah. hard. So I not only sleep, but I sleep, I mean, can sleep yeah, through anything, down. lights, music, noise, anything. No problem. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Even for me, I notice, like, if I have less than five hours of sleep, especially, um, sometimes I'll, I'll be, I, like, it's like I hear this voice in my head, like, oh, we can do this later. Oh, yeah, we, we'll just do this next time. Uh, like, I am more prone to procrastination if I have less, if I have less sleep. Um, and, and one of the things on sleep, I don't think that there's a set number for everybody. I think it really depends on your your body and your rhythm. Um, for me, six hours is good. So six is good, seven is better, eight is great. That that's kind of my thing. I ten, I mean, only ten. Only time I can get eight is like on vacation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that yeah. No, but seven, six to seven is ideal, and I I feel a noticeable difference. Like if I get five or four, like I have a, a app on my phone where I'm tracking my sleep, and and I I notice a it's a big difference in my body. Like I can tell when I've gotten under six without even checking. Wow! If I, I just feel off, and I'm like, yep, yeah, four four hours and thirty seconds. There you go. That that's <laughs> that's what it is. But no, sleep is critical. Um, you know anything? You know they all talk about not having blue light like from your phone or a computer an hour before you go to sleep. And um, I've worn a sleep mask from time to time. It does help, <laughs> uh, you know, keeping that light out. So these all things to think about because we really have to be able to make recovery a priority. Um, and, and sleep is a good way to do that. All right. So good. So we're going down this R-E-S-T. T model, the R is routine, the E is the eating, the S is for sleeping. Watch out for that revenge procrastination. Uh, back on that really quick, if you're finding that you're not getting the me time, sometimes it's just a matter of scheduling that me time during the day. And that way you don't have to stay up later 
to try to get that and mess up that sleep time. Uh, the T, we've kind of talked about it, but we'll talk about it a little more. It's the training. The training is more of the cardio. And I was I was reading this this excellent book. I would recommend it by Brendan Burchard. It's High Performance Habits. So he studied like this group of top performers to find out a lot of the things they have in common. And one of the things he found is that like the top five percent of the performers that he studied, uh, they were forty percent more likely to exercise three times a week than the others than the rest so there's a pattern and, and then they looked at like income levels like the higher the level of income the more uh the more of a solid exercise ritual uh these individuals had uh, and, and it's it's just it's critical and it's a if you for me it's the best one of the best stress relievers that's out there when i get up and i can work out and my head is clear um, it, it definitely makes a difference. It puts you puts me in that peak performance state. Um, so I know we started talking about this whole exercise idea. But so, Doctor Sharon, what, what are your thoughts? Um, and I would, you know, I'm good for making things work for me. Um, the T for the training and the exercise. I actually look at that part for mentally, physical. I mean, you know, the physical exercise. Yes, you know, I sort of took care of that in the E part. But the training, um, because exercise is important without a doubt. I don't do it quite enough. I walk. I have two dogs there, so I walk. I walk all day in my job. But it actually, physical exercise, I don't do anymore, which I need to. And we know that. But I want to, you know, even look at the training for our minds, the exercise for our mind, the uh, professional learning that must occur, the lifelong learning. So I, you know, I really take that T as both of those trainings. Um, and I think both of them are necessary to have high performance. Like you can't, you're going to stay the same if you're not continuously learning. And so um, I think you can develop your body, but you can also develop your mind. And training can work in both of those things. So I really look at that T in both of those capacities. So I, I believe in reading. I believe in um, taking, listen to webinars, taking courses, whatever I can learn. Um, and, and, and help exercise my mind, I do that as well. So the body and the mind are both key for me in the training part of your risk model. No, that's great. That's a great point. I agree with that too, having mental exercise and like reading books that help you with your mindset and that help you to stay positive. Um, books from people who have overcome greater challenges that you're facing, right? Yeah, that, that all helps with your energy, your mental energy. You have physical energy as well. And I also think the, the, the physical training works with the eating because, as they say, you can't outrun a cheeseburger. <laughs> so if you're trying to get in shape and all of that, it helps to have both the eating and the training working together. Ted? I agree. <laughs> I mean, I think everything that you all touch on, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, training, you know, things that you can do to train your mind and things that you can do to train your 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 body. I mean, just well all just I mean, it's all of that is just I think things that just help with preparation so that you like you said that you can perform in the uh you know at your peak as you as you mentioned. So you gotta have your body there, you gotta be eating the right stuff. I mean, just about everything that we've we've 
we've discussed that if you're missing one or more of those things, it's gonna it's gonna impact your 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 uh, ability to you know be at your you know be at your best. And you, and you know, so yeah, it's just, it's kind of you know what you what you put into it is gonna help. Uh, what you put into that engine is gonna help to make the machine go. Great. No, that, that that's for sure. So yeah, training is the key, um, both on a mental from a mental standpoint and on a physical standpoint. And all the studies are saying that a lot of times when you're feeling anxiety um, and you're feeling stress, it's really in your body. Right. So if you've got, you know, a, an exercise routine, you're going to feel better. Right. And, and you're going to make better decisions and you'll be in a peak performance state. And I think Ted touched on something I think we need to highlight, too, is that you know, if you feel like you're not showing up in a peak performance state, look at one of the the aspects we talked about. You know, is it do you not have a routine? Right. Do I do I need to develop a consistent routine? Am I not eating the right things? It, you know, is, is, am I getting three hours of sleep? Uh, it, you know, am I not? Do, I don't have a routine to train my mind. I don't have a routine to train my body. I'm not focused in that area. So really, I'm going to use this as a checklist to, to see where you are. And, and that will ultimately get you to a peak performance state. And your state is critical to your success. And a lot of times when things don't go well, it's because we weren't in a productive and positive state. All right. Okay. So that's our time. Yeah, I, I'll throw it around the horn. Anybody have any final closing comments before we sign off? Um, I would just like to say that um, everything that we touched upon, and, and you really said it, um, is important. And so, you know, one without the other probably is not going to work. Um, and not for a long period of time anyway. Um, I think that's what we often get, we think we're getting away with it, but it eventually catches up with us one way or another. And so, um, like they say, you're going to pay for it one way, you know, pay for it now, pay for it later. And so um, I think if as entrepreneurs, as business owners, just in life in general, we have to be well balanced. And that's to me what your risk model really speaks on. It's just being well balanced and and knowing yourself and knowing what you need and when you need a break. Um, yes. Yeah. Great. No, that, that's an excellent point, Ted. No, again, yeah. I mean, everything that we talked about today, I definitely think. But you know, the one thing, um, you know, we often say in these meetings is that we, although we're trying to help others, you end up helping yourself as right. well along the way. You know, and then looking at each of these things within the rest model and say, okay, what, where can I, you know, make some 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 adjustments, right? And some of the things that, you know, you you hate to bring age into it, but some of the things you, when you were younger, you could go on just a few hours of sleep. You could go, you could just eat the cheeseburgers every day. You could, you know, and none of that stuff really impacted you. And I, within my company, I have a, <laughs> you know, I have several young people and I watch what they eat for lunch and then what I eat for lunch. Right. They're they're oh they're doing the fried chicken strips every every day, uh Doc Sharon. They doing, <laughs> you know, they're doing the fried chicken strips, they, you know, they pizza, you know, e you know, everything. A salad, what's that? What is that? Right. But, you know, you can do that, I guess, in your, you know, your early twenties. 
Like for us, if we do those types of things, I mean, you're going to be napping on it's a, eating bad, not getting enough sleep, not getting into the, you know, you know, have, you know, working out and committing to that, you know, some type of fitness routine. You know, you're just you're definitely not going to be able to perform at your your best. You're going to be sluggish. And, you know, so just a few changes, you know, can help you to, you know, to perform at your at your peak. Great point. Great point. Yeah. And just uh, my final thought is just to, to really prioritize recovery. Right. It's easy if you're an entrepreneur. Go, go, go. I got to make it happen. But there, there is a time to step away. And you'll find a lot of times if you step away a little bit and you come back, you got all these ideas all of a sudden that you didn't think about before. Um, so definitely take the time to prioritize recovery and sleep and all the things that we talked about. And you you can easily become a peak performer. And once you become a peak performer, that's when you start to see the peak results. That's really more about the becoming, right? This is an inside-out approach. You have to become that peak performer if you expect to see and experience peak performance. All right. So that's our time for this week. Again, don't forget to go to the whatnowmovement.com and uh, leave leave your email address so that way we can uh, send you all the information and you don't miss uh, anything that we've got going on. And don't forget to pick up your copy of my book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination, where I'm talking about animation, your energy levels, and ways that you can stay in a peak performance state. Again, that's our time for this episode of Coffee and Conversation. And until next time, have a great one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the 30-Minute Hour Podcast. We need your help to grow the show. One of the best ways that you can help us is by leaving both a rating and a review. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any of those other podcasting platforms and leave us a rating and a review. We've got a bonus that we're running for this month, a special bonus, that if you take a screenshot of that rating and review and you email it to eric at ericmpwiggs.com, you get entered into a special drawing where you can win a free copy of my book, the discipline of now 12 practical principles to overcome procrastination and then lastly don't forget to share the show try share the show share this show with someone in your network who you know will benefit from the message again i thank you for listening and remember don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress so keep growing, keep growing, keep growing.